First, some headlines. Two girlfriends pulled off string of bank heists across Chicago. Fall trout fishing season opens. Skin cancer can be deadly. Two of Northside's top comedy spots now up for sale. Disabled man hospitalized by hit-and-run driver. The Growler Project will bring beer and dogs together in Rogers Park. River North man accused of trying to kill girlfriend is sentenced to 54 months. Students witness a remote learning sexual assault. Stand by for these stories and more. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com. We're pleased to continue our alliance with Inside Publications, enabling us to provide summaries of news from their three local newspapers distributed throughout Chicago Lakefront communities, including the Inside Booster, News Star, and the Skyline. This is the November 2020 edition. Listeners will have access to the complete stories presented by picking up any of the inside publications offered for free at various locations throughout the lakefront communities or by visiting insideonline.com. If you've lost your job or been furloughed due to COVID-19, maybe now is a good time to consider starting a business of your own. But there's no need to go it alone. Visit bizstarters.com to find the help and guidance you need. Stand by for a quick summary of the news after about 20 seconds of our theme song, Foster Avenue Beach by Steve Now let's take a look at the Inside Publications news. On the home front, Don DeBat reports that Chicago has done a remarkable job of preserving many of its vintage buildings, utilizing a concept called adaptive reuse to recycle the properties for residential use. A nationwide study by Rent Cafe reports that since the 1950s, more than 14,000 new rental and condominium units were created in the Windy City through the restoration of vintage buildings. The 2020 Illinois fall trout fishing season opened Saturday, October 17th at more than 50 ponds, lakes, and streams throughout the state. Trout and salmon can be caught right along the Lake Michigan shoreline. All anglers must have a valid fishing license and an inland trout stamp. Unless they're under the age of 16, blind or disabled, or are an Illinois resident on leave from active duty in the armed forces. The daily catch limit is five trout for each fisherman. <coughs> residents of Lincoln Park are being warned about recently reported residential burglaries. The offender enters into residences by breaking glass on front doors or by removing screens and entering through open windows. Once inside, the offender removes property and exits. JDL Development has announced a colossal project that could see as many as 2,700 new homes fashioned on the present site belonging to Moody Bible along LaSalle Street, north of Chicago Avenue. <coughs> Cutaneous squamous cell carcinoma is the second most common cancer in the U.S. 
but three out of four Americans don't know what it is. This particular type of skin cancer causes more deaths than melanoma, but only 28% of Americans know it can be life-threatening in its advanced stages. It's a bad time for comedy on the north side, as two of the most venerable names of comedy have announced plans to put their ubiquitous properties and brands up for sale. The first is Second City at Wells near North Avenue. The famous stand-up comedy theater launched in 1959 was put up for sale on October 6th, reportedly for $50 million. Next on the chopping block was the I.O., formerly Improv Olympics, located along the Clyburn Corridor which dates back to 1981. But both I.O. and the Second City Theaters are for-profit private operations that share a history for stand-up comedy. Both groups were starved of box office and drink revenue due to the city and state regulations limiting indoor gatherings as a response to the COVID-19 pandemic. After 35 years, Chicago Windy City Times will cease publication of its print edition. It'll still be available online. Over the decades, the popular gay newspaper was a lifeline for many and a pathway for other Chicagoans to better understand gay culture. A new arts plaza is to be developed in Lincoln Square that will include permanent spaces for food trucks. The Ainsley Art Plaza would replace an underutilized half-block stretch of Lincoln Avenue between Gunnison and Ainsley Streets. Work is expected to be completed later this fall. Edgewater Food Pantry Care for Real at 5339 North Sheridan Road has been serving the north side for 49 years and has seen the need for their services increase over time, especially since the COVID-19 pandemic and forced economic lockdown took hold. Whole Foods, which has six stores on the north side, will be awarding them a new refrigerated van that will be used to pick up 20,000 pounds of food donated by grocery partners each week. This food really makes a difference to the more than 6,000 people the agency helps each month. The Andersonville Chamber of Commerce has partnered with Great Lakes Clinical Trials to launch the Keep Andersonville COVID Safe initiative. Emma Saito Lincoln has been named the new Legacy Center Director of the Japanese American Service Committee in Uptown. She'll be bringing her experience in libraries and archives and a commitment to preserving Japanese-American heritage. Inside columnist Felicia Dechter pays tribute to John Lamping, an amazing photographer and someone who truly gave a hoot about the community. John was the historian of Rogers Park, a conservationist of the neighborhood parks and beaches, and an activist who tried to keep the politicians and police honest and looking out for the interests of the people and businesses of Rogers Park, said Tom Heineman, founder of the Greater Eastlake Terrace Park Advisory Council. After more than three decades, the great owner, Chef Jean Joho, is calling it quits at Everest and shuttering Chicago's most remarkable four-star dining establishment. Captain Bill Pinckney, first African-American to sail the world solo, brought his lessons from the sea to life as the keynote at the Chicago Maritime Museum Festival, speaking via video at the festival. He addressed 10 things he learned at sea that were applicable to life. In June 1992, he set the record when he finished a 22-month journey on commitment via the difficult route around the Southern Capes.
The Inside Publications Police Beat reports the following crime-related reports. Tempo Cafe, the all-night diner in River North, serves just about anything a hungry man might desire. But they don't serve biscuits and gravy. And that, it seemed, was a problem for Patrick White, now facing a felony gun charge in connection with an incident that allegedly started when Tempo staffers told him they don't serve the rib-sticking southern breakfast staple. A River North man who faced attempted murder charges after prosecutors said he tried to kill his girlfriend by forcing her to consume a large amount of Tylenol has reached a plea deal with prosecutors. The man agreed to plead guilty to one count of aggravated domestic battery in exchange for a 54-month sentence. In turn, prosecutors dropped two attempted murder counts along with multiple kidnapping and aggravated battery charges. A repeatedly convicted gun offender and gang member is facing Class X felony charges for allegedly pointing a gun at the 17th District Albany Park Police Station. State records show that the man was on parole for his third adult gun case. Judge John Lyke ordered the suspect held without bail for violation of his parole. A 19-year-old Northside man pulled off three convenience store robberies in under two weeks in Rogers Park. He's being held in lieu of $30,000 bail. Two women who are in a romantic relationship also work together as partners to rob six banks around Chicago. But a heist in North Center last week would be their last, according to a federal criminal complaint. Two men who burglarized an Edgewater apartment building were arrested when they tried to break into the same building again. An 18-year-old man is accused of sexually assaulting his 7-year-old female cousin while she participated in remote school classes this month. Other students who were logged on during the study period drew the teacher's attention to the incident. Police said the perpetrator later admitted to the crime. Prosecutors say a Park Forest man attacked a Columbia College student in the loop and then beat and robbed a man aboard a Brown Line train in Lincoln Park before police caught up with him days later at a downtown CTA station. A 28-year-old pot dealer on parole for carjacking, robbery, and burglary is accused of trying to rob one of his customers inside a loop apartment building. The double dealer wound up getting shot by his own gun before being apprehended. Police are warning Rogers Park residents of recent robberies where the offenders approach the victim while the victim is sitting in or near their own car. In one of the robberies, one offender approaches the victim armed with a handgun. A second offender displays a handgun and removed property from the victim's purse. In another incident, one offender approaches the victim with a baseball bat. A second offender displays a handgun, taking a purse and other valuables. Similar crimes have occurred in Westridge and Lincoln Bend neighborhoods. A disabled man is hospitalized with serious injuries after a hit-and-run driver struck him in Lincoln Park. The victim, a 25-year-old man who uses a motorized wheelchair, was in a crosswalk at Stockton Drive and Fullerton Avenue with his dog when a red four-door Toyota sedan traveling southbound struck him.
A Chicago man is being held in lieu of $100,000 bail after he allegedly pepper-sprayed a CTA bus for the third time this year. Cook County Judge John Lyke ordered the offender to stay away from CTA property. You gotta walk or get a car or Uber or something, the judge said. A disbarred River North attorney who allegedly embezzled more than $1 million from at least 20 elderly clients and their estates has reached a plea deal with prosecutors. The unscrupulous lawyer represented senior citizens and their estates in lawsuits against nursing homes, but he sometimes reached settlements without telling his clients. He then kept the money for himself. A creative auto thief donned a reflective safety vest and posed as a parking lot attendant to steal an unwitting motorist's car. The Rogers Park Business Association is promoting the Growler Project by introducing the concept of a co-use brew pub and off-the-leash dog-friendly park to the community. The Growler Project's goal is to provide Chicago's first tap room and dog park as a place for the community to come together and enjoy local and regional beers in the company of great friends, both two- and four-legged alike. They plan to open the doors in 2021 and become one of the North Side's favorite dog-friendly social gathering places. No location has yet been identified. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com, reminding you to please like, share, and subscribe to our podcast to be informed when new Chicago-related content is added. Keep in mind that RenoWeb.net provides video production services and during the stay-at-home period has helped a number of clients by editing video they have produced themselves and creating other social media, audio, and visual content. To learn more, visit RenoWeb.net. If you're a beginning piano student or former student looking to rekindle your love of music, the Lakeshore Music Studio is providing online piano lessons for all ages. For more information, visit lakeshoremusicstudio.com. Please get the facts about COVID-19 from a reliable source. And be safe. Simply wear a mask, keep a reasonable distance away from others, stay home as much as possible, and wash your hands frequently. Thank you to Inside Publications for partnering with us to provide this summary of Chicago neighborhood news extracted from the October 2020 issues of the Inside Booster News Star and Skyline newspapers. Get the complete facts about each of the stories presented and more by picking up a free copy of Inside Booster, News Star, or the Skyline. Go to InsideOnline.com to find a distributor near you or to subscribe to the newspaper's online edition. Hey, thanks to Steve Solomon for the use of Foster Avenue Beach as our theme song. That's okay.